Hey guys, it's me. I'm back. Coming back with another episode of, you know, estranged uh, dumpster fires with Bailey Payton. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi guys, how's it going? Um, we'll get your shit together. You know how this rolls. This isn't your first time, and if it is, welcome. Sit down. Grab your smoke or vape. Or your drink. You know, your teas, your coffees, your wines, your whiskeys, your beers, whatever. I'm going to crack open some fucking root beer because I feel like splurging tonight. Ah, that's going to be good. And um, I'm going to pop the top on this here little cone and we're going to get talking about what's the f what the hell's been going on in my life lately and your lives. Um, rest in peace, first of all, uh, Bush Sr., um, and, uh, all that funeral service was held yesterday and today. What a great man. Um, and their whole family, I thought it was a great service, all that stuff, but sit down and get your shit lit up before we get started about, started talking about all this shit. Let me light this up. Okay. So I'm ready to start talking about shit now. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> while I die. <coughs> <coughs> First one's always rough, right? <coughs> oh, shit. Oh. So I've been organizing my life. I haven't recorded any. We were doing really good, like... <coughs> During the ho last holiday, I just had a surplus of time. Uh because of the holiday and not having work and stuff and school. So it kind of helped me catch up with your guys' episodes, but we've fallen off the wagon and now we're getting back on it. So I might try and do a couple podcast uh, episodes tonight just because it's my night off and uh, what the fuck else am I going to do, right? Um, oh, that's all better. Ah, oh, makes it all better, doesn't it? So, I'm going to be moving out of my uh, parents' house, finally. I'm 22, uh, so it's about fucking time, I would say. <sighs> That'll be fun. <coughs> fun. <coughs> Good lord, guys, I am just... Struggle busting this this paper of this joint for whatever reason. Ugh. Okay, so yeah, uh, moving out. I'm gonna be moving in with a roommate. Um, and I've already started packing my shit, so I know it's real. I've already drawn up a budget, so that's how you know I'm serious. This is how you know if I'm serious about something I say to you or not. If I'm like, oh, we're going to do blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah day or whatever. And then it, I never come and check, like, times with you or anything. I blew you the fuck off and we're not actually doing it. But <clears throat> if I turn around, I'm like, like, for instance, I said I was going to move out, like, weeks weeks and weeks ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Because I've said it multiple times in the past couple months. And now that I'm actually cleaning my shit out and organizing it and making a, like a, 
a money budget for moving out, uh, people are actually starting to take it serious now. They're like, oh, she's fucking serious. If I'm serious about something, there's going to be a fucking plan. And not only is there going to be one plan, but there's going to be three fucking plans. As per usual, my parents are worried about me. As they should be. As every parent would be. But it's going to be okay. Because I'm not moving states away. I'm just moving closer to the city. Closer to my work and closer to my school. That's what (coughs) the whole goal of this is. And I start school in January. Um... And, uh, I'm still working full-time. Well, let's talk about what full-time and part-time is compared in different career fields. Because being a therapist, our schedules are a little different. Um, full-time is considered different. Obviously, we're not getting paid, like, fucking minimum wage bullshit, uh, so schedule runs a little different and have, well, you don't have to work every fucking day of the week or six, five to six days out of the week. You don't have to. <clears throat> Most of us do, but there, it depends on the therapists and the kind of techniques that they use on how they schedule their life. Now, for instance, I do deep tissue and mostly firm kind of sports massage, almost medical massage, uh, and I have another friend that's very similar, but she's been at this place longer than I have, so she is more of an established clientele. But we're basically the top deep tissue therapists there, and we kind of have very similar schedules, I think, but I feel like she does more in a row than I do, and she also, I think, works more days, or her, she works more days in a row than I do. I spread my days up so I have a day in between my deep tissue schedule. So, like, this is how my schedule will run. And I'll start, my week tends to start on a Sunday instead of a Monday, just the way my schedule is. But it's probably going to change a little bit. <clears throat> Not too much. I'm just going to basically swap days, I think, with certain, for certain times. Uh, and... So, I'll start with Monday, though. So, Monday, I'm like 11 to 8. And I do three and a half hours of deep tissue in a row. And that's so I don't get burnt out. I don't have a daily max about how many services I can do in a day. Typically, it's anywhere between six and seven and a half hours of massage. Uh, Not all consecutively in a row, but like I said, three and a half hours in a row, and then I need like a little break. Um, Because my hands, my hands will get over, like heated, like they'll get really hot. And I do deep tissue, so it gets exhausting uh, to keep doing that all, all day. And I feel like the more I do in a row, the less, like my massage's integrity goes down. Because I can't form a closed fist anymore, like, if I keep going and going and going. Um, I try not to do even more than four hours in a row if I get overbooked or or something happens where I have to do it. I do not like doing anything over four more than four hours. Fuck that. <clears throat> Fuck that. And I know people might think that's 30, that's only 30 minutes difference. It makes a fucking difference 
when I'm, uh, you know, doing super deep tissue and I've done six hours before this massage. Uh, and yeah, I had a break, but I've been doing three hours before that hour of massage. Let's say I've been doing, it's my last massage of the night, but I have to do four in a row to finish because I got overbooked or something like that. And that last 30 minutes that has been extra for them four hours past my limit. So the 30 minutes extra past my max, I know it might just seem like 30 minutes to you sitting at a desk or answering phones or something, or, you know, if you're a doctor, obviously you're going to be doing other shit or, <clears throat> you know, whatever your job is, I know 30 minutes might pass pretty quickly or slowly. doesn't matter when I'm in my room massaging and uh, basically working like a dog, uh, working really hard, especially on the hands and wrists and elbow joints, like, that 30 minutes turns to a fucking century, okay? <laughs> like, you gotta be really careful, because in this industry, you can burn your shit out. You burn out. I've burnt out before. It's not fun. I have, to, I have like, a routine... I uh, put my face mask on on a this will be a Sunday night. I'll get done. I'll work ten to six Sunday, and I'll come home and I'll get my comfy clothes on after I take a shower. I'll get a bucket of ice and some water and slush it around till it's all mixed and cold, and I ice my hands. I put my face mask on like my charcoal peel off mask or my moisturizer mask, and I fucking light up a blunt <clears throat> or a joint of some sort and I fucking ice my hands for a good 30 minutes sometimes longer because I get uh, I'm starting to take the toll now starting to happen I'm at year three now of deep tissue <clears throat> and it's starting to happen this is it for deep tissue my one friend who does medium uh, light to medium kind of sports technique. She kind of works for herself. She wor she was working with us here and then she moved closer to home. <clears throat> but she said this is like the prime time for deep tissue therapists to burn out is at their third year. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm just trying to go back to school now and you're telling me this now. I need to be able to work. So she's like, well, just be careful and, you know, take care of yourself and... And so that got me thinking after this is my third year, <clears throat> that's why I started going to the gym and trying, like, you know, putting a limit on how many I do in a row, being strict about it, having a day in between, having the rest days in between. So I work Monday, 11 to 8. <clears throat> Tuesdays I have off. Wednesday I work 1 to 10, so 1 to close. And then I have Thursdays off from work. And then Friday I work 11 to 8. Saturday I have off. And then I work 10 to 6. And then it all repeats, you know. Excuse me. So. It's very spaced out. But I still make pretty decent money uh, in that time frame. Especially for being a college student. Being in my 20s. I make very good money. Um, I don't work no, you know, fucking McDonald's job, that's for sure.
I get paid way more <clears throat> than a lot of kids my age working and going to school and shit. I could only imagine the struggle busing that is going to happen. <laughs> and I'm about to move out and I was looking at my budget and it's going to be close, especially when I start going back to school. <clears throat> I'm going to try and keep as much as my of my work schedule the same because I have to, you know, I have bills to pay and shit. Um, but I'm also, I'm going to try and get most of my classes online. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. That's pretty much what's going to happen. I've switched to computer science for my major. <sighs> and I have to get an updated laptop. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I have a day in between each day that I work and do deep tissue. And that'll work to my benefit <coughs> for school. Because <coughs> I'll kind of do like online class while I have to work that day and probably when I get off of work. <coughs> I live about 20, it could be anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes away from um, where I have to drive. Like, so the 20 or 30 minute drive from where I live currently to where I work and will be going to school. So it's going to be, it's going to save me money and time to be living that close. It's literally where I'm going to be living at will probably be just up the street from, or just down the street from my work. And then a couple miles away from my school, like maybe, maybe not even. Like, probably a five to eight minute drive from where my school's gonna be. And then not even that. Like, I could walk to work if I needed to, but I got a car, so we're all good. I'm just saying, like, it's in a prime location. Um, I'm tired of having to drive back and forth from the country to the city, from the country to the city. Every time I want to go hang out with somebody or when people are doing things, I don't want to fucking drive. I can't go out and drink and just uber back to my fucking apartment drunk or walk back to my apartment drunk i can't do shit like i can't have a good time like that unless i'm gonna crash at somebody's house and i don't want to be that bitch it's like oh let me just crash on your couch i hate doing that it pisses me off and it makes me seem like a mooch but this way i could just wander my happy high drunk ass back to my apartment and pass out on my bed like and my roommate might do the same fucking thing. And we're both super chill that I'm going to I'm going to be moving in with a <clears throat> a friend of mine that I've known for quite a few years. And she recently just got dealing with some personal relationship bullshit that led to this whole situation. Hold on, I'm going to light this up. And now the opportunity has arised. You know how we talked about this being the crazy-ass end of the year? About December being the pinnacle of the crazy bullshit this year? Well, this is your fucking proof for me. Or at least for my version of this. Because now, everything's happening at once. This is it. Because the end of the year is going to happen, and right when we hit January, like I said, I'm moving the first or second week of January into this apartment. I think if I get the green light a little early, I'll start moving shit in there a little earlier, piece by piece, for the rest of this month. 
Uh, I'm going to try and enjoy Christmas and the New Year's uh, mostly here at home with my family. Um, I That's what sucks about this. I was kind of getting upset last night because I was looking at my dog. I can't take my dog with me. Um, he's going to have to stay here with my family. <clears throat> it's He's mu as much as their dog as mine. Um, and my grandma really loves that dog. That's like her buddy. So I'm not going to take him with me. I decided that a while ago. Um, so I'm going to have to come and visit my dog, of course. That'll have to be worked into the custody agreements now that I'm kind of divorcing my parents in a way. <laughs> but I was... Interesting thing, though. I was watching a professor do a lecture on YouTube. And there's all kinds of lectures on YouTube if you can't... If you if you just want to watch some shit while, you know, you're smoking your uh, Mary Jane. Or if you're just chilling, you want to learn some new shit. There's all kinds of... Like, hours and hours of uh, college lectures on several different, like, not several, but, like, millions of topics. And there was one from Harvard where he was talking about becoming independent from your parents. And, you know, this whole, there's such a weird thing going on with our generation. My generation. Excuse me. Um, my generation. Because... Uh, there's man-childs, and these kids are just living in their parents' basement till they're, like, 30 or 40 years old, and, and I was talking to my, um, my hopefully future roommate and good friend, um, about her, her ex, her now current ex, and he just didn't want to work. He'd get jobs and then he'd quit them. And his parents, she said it was just his parents raised him that way. They didn't make him do shit. Like, they didn't make him take driver's ed or nothing. It was just fucking crazy. Like, I don't... <sighs> my parents were always... Like, my parents were very liberal and very chill parents. But they were also very, like, you need to have goals and ambitions and you need to strive to achieve them because if you're just doing you know like they're like I don't care if you do weed or even if you go to parties and drink you know like I don't need to know all that shit really but they're like you need to still be doing shit and be productive while you're doing those activities because you don't get to do uh, it's called work hard play hard bitch there's no play hard 24-7 and not work at all. Like, <laughs> unless you win the f fucking lottery. But even then, you gotta work to keep your money at that point. Don't ever think just because you won the fucking lottery that you're automatically just gonna keep your money and not touch it and not do anything. And just spend money. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I'm sure it's possible, but I've never experienced anything like that. But I'm just saying, um, excuse me, God, I'm so fucking, my body's saying I'm tired, but my brain's like, shut up, bitch, no, you're not. I still got laundry to do, and I'm probably gonna watch, um, Netflix. I might go to the gym still tonight. I'm really, 
I know I'm jumping from topic to topic now, and now it's, you're just like, fuck it, we're in the, <laughs> we're in our limbo now, bitches. Now we're deep in the, in the puckish limbo. <sighs> Where we just keep hopping from topic to topic. And y'all try to keep up with me. And I can't even keep up with myself. So there you go. <laughs> but, um, yeah. There's like a whole thing with this generation that they just live in their parents' basement. I will say recently I've been seeing a lot more people and I feel, and I'm not going to take credit for all of it, but I feel like the people's lives who I have chose to get involved with and give them my honest opinion and support have suddenly started making moves and now it has triggered me to want to make some moves um because i see like especially from you know people directly involved with me moving and shit like i've i've waited so long for this to finally happen for like these people to be like no fuck you i'm tired of people taking from me and me giving and giving and giving and I'm not getting anything back. I'm going to take my life for mine now. I'm going to finally take what's mine and I'm done giving shit out for free. You know the saying, gas, grass, or ass, no one writes for free? It's fucking true, bitch. Now's the time. And, uh, yeah, I told my, my parents, my mom's, of course, is upset, uh, that I'm moving out, as all mothers kind of have, you know, that empty nest kind of shit going on. And she's upset. But I think she's happy, but she's upset. My dad's a lot more chill about it. He's like, listen, he's like, if you think you're ready, which... I was like, I'm not ready, but no one's ever going to be 100% ready to move out. This is a thing that everybody does eventually. There's a quote, and I saw this in the fucking comments for that Harvard lecture on becoming independent from your parents, when he was talking about man-childs and shit, and he came up with this great fucking point, and I'm going to share it with you. He says something like, um, Alexander the Great, I think said something about a man who runs from his his problems or runs from his battles. Oh, here it is. A man who runs from his battles all his life will face them in the end or face them all in the end or something like that, which is a very profound quote, and it just sunk in with me when I heard that. And right when I heard that quote, my friend texted me and she's like, are, are you for serious about moving into this apartment because I'm going to say something to my landlord? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. This is it. I'm as ready as I'm ever going to fucking be. I'm 22 years old. And it's time to move the fuck out. <laughs> I should have. There's people back in the day my grandma was telling me. I was talking to her about it. Because I was taking her, her to her appointments. Which I'll probably still try and do. I'm going to try and come up here and visit her. I want to miss her and the dog the most, if I'm going to be honest. I want to miss everybody. 
um, up here. The simple life of living with your parents. <laughs> the sim Ah, the life. But this will still be good. We got a pretty sweet deal going on with this apartment. But I'm going to miss my grandma and my dog. And my mom and my dad. And it's not like I'm not going to fucking see her. Like, um, anyway, she was, I'm getting on a tangent. She was getting upset about it. Uh, but yeah, I was talking to my grandma and she was saying people were getting kicked out of their house. You were expected to move the fuck out from the ages of 16 to like 18 back in the day when she was, uh, you know, living, living at home. And she moved out when she was 16 into a fucking hotel, uh, slash apartment building. She was telling me, and she said, I barely kept the lights on in that bitch. And I just had enough to feed myself. She wasn't very big when she was, when, when she was a lot, you know, living on her own back then. She was a very tiny woman. She probably weighed maybe 110 at most 113 like if her clothes were fucking wet like and that she had been grown up in poverty and stuff because they lived out on a farm her and her uh, brothers and sisters and her dad would oftentimes leave them so they wouldn't have food to eat or nothing her mom worked to the bone to try and feed all them kids uh, but my grandma was telling me about the struggle back then. <laughs> These fucking... My generation would die. I, I don't know how we would do it. Back then. I know the cost of living in school was much less back then. In certain areas. Especially around here where I live, so... <sighs> where I could pay... A whole year's worth of tuition... Uh, by working a summer... And just have have enough to pay it off. I was looking at my grandmother's fucking college, uh, you know, dues and shit. She had a bunch of saved, uh, like, report cards and stuff from way, way back. And these things are almost falling apart, some of these report cards. But I was being very delicate, and we have them in this little photo album. And I'm like, holy shit. She paid for a whole year's, two academic semesters, Full academic year of, like, her dues, her tuition, her books, everything. Guess how much it was, bitches. Guess how much it was when she went back to, when she was in college compared to now. Anybody, anybody got, got the number in your mind? All right, I'm going to kind of start to narrow the pool for you. Um, it's not lower than $200. But it's not over a grand, even in her most expensive fucking semesters of college. It didn't even kiss, you know, a grand worth of stuff. The cheapest one she had was like, I think it was like 490 maybe like $520, some of the stuff, like with the books and everything. And I about, it made me sick. It made me a little sick, guys. <laughs> And I'm looking at these kids going, like, borrowing $100,000. This is what I don't get also. You can't drink a fucking alcoholic beverage till you're 21 in this country. But you can go join the military, die for your country, borrow $100,000 for college and go into $100,000 worth of debt. 
Um, you can buy tobacco products and get cancer and lose all the teeth in your mouth. And you can also drive a car and pay taxes and donate blood, but you can't have a fucking beer. You know, like if I had a son or a daughter and they wanted to join a military branch and they were still under age of 21. And I would want them to be able to have just to go into a bar with their friends and have a fucking beer or, you know, a nice cocktail or something not get smashed, but just can they have a fucking drink? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they could buy cigarettes and shit from the store, then why can't they, like, buy a bottle of wine or buy a sixer or something? Like, I don't know. When my uncle, um, David, uh, who's moved to Wisconsin uh, not long ago for his job, back when he was 18... 18 was the legal age to drink when he was that age. So he had, like, the best time of his fucking life. Um, like, he was telling me all the, all the shit. He's like, yeah, he's like, if you were 18, just walk right up in the fucking, uh, you know, liquor store. Most times they didn't ID you. He's like, they really didn't, I never got ID'd for cigarettes. He's like, I always looked older. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, the times have changed. And we need to stop this and do another episode because now we're almost at 30 minutes. So hopefully this motherfucker uploads. Uh, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Might do a continuing section of this moving stuff. But y'all have a good night and uh, be safe and... You know, don't be stupid, uh, don't be silly, wrap your willy, uh, safe sex everybody, uh, drink responsibly, and budget your fucking money, <laughs> and, uh, try to at least get four or five hours of sleep. That's my goals. So, uh, have a good night, guys, or day, or morning, or whatever. Have a have a great fantastic whatever the fuck time it is. Okay, bye.